gunfire babble. <laughs> the cosmic reminder. <laughs> My pleasure, <laughs> as always. So that was transit number one, uh, and that's you know a big one. But I think that has a lot of like optimism to it, you know, as long as we're. I took almost a whole page of notes on the first transit. Whoops! <laughs> and that's transit number one. <laughs> so let's move on to transit number two, which is really big as well. Uh, this is going to be Saturn moving into Pisces. So Saturn will move into Pisces on March seventh, and it will stay there. Get ready for this, and it will stay there until May twenty fourth of 2025. So it's a long time <laughs> that it will be hanging out swimming with the fishes in in Pisces. It spent the last like four and a half, five-ish years in Capricorn and Aquarius. And Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius. It likes being there, right? So Capricorn is the manifestation, the earthly manifestation of Saturn. That is, here are my structures, here are my foundations, these are the rules. This is where I feel comfortable because I've provided security for myself. I'm moving forward, you know, operating in this area that I feel safe and secure in so I can climb this mountain <laughs> and achieve my goals. It truly like that Saturnian, here's the contract and I'm going to fulfill all of these things and sign at the bottom and get my reward at the end after lots and lots of hard work. And we talked a lot about Capricorn energy with Saturn in the Capricorn episode. And then Saturn is also the traditional ruler of Aquarius, where it's been spending the last two and a half years. And Saturn and Aquarius looks a little different. It's like, okay, so Saturn's about boundaries and Aquarius says, okay, what's the furthest possible boundary? I'm going to rebel until I get to that point. I want to know like as far out as possible, how far can I take it? How, how far can I go? And it's really an exploration of those boundaries for Saturn. But there is still a seriousness to Aquarius. There's a, um, there's a focus to Aquarius. And also Aquarius is a fixed sign. So when it has a belief system, an idea, it typically will stay very loyal to that idea and uh, continue its life and value system, right? Uh, based upon that idea or uh, just value or belief. So uh, Saturn operating in Aquarius, once it's decided, it's pretty rigid in that it's a fixed sign and it says, okay, this is my boundary I've created and I've explored it to the ends of the earth and I know how far it goes. So this is what I've done. So Saturn now is going to enter Pisces. And quite frankly, Saturn has a really hard time in Pisces because if you think about it, Saturn is about boundaries and about discipline and about hard work and Pisces is drifting off into the ocean where there are no boundaries and we all feel inside of each other and we feel wonderful together and there's no boundaries because it's all, we're all one. <laughs> and Saturn says, where can I set up my goalposts here? I don't understand. <laughs> you know, where, 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 where are we going exactly? We're just kind of like wafting through the ocean. So Saturn and Pisces, if you have this natally, which means you were born about between like 93 to 95-ish, get ready because here comes your Saturn return. <laughs> if you're familiar with this, this is a this is the kind of make it or break it adult moment in your life when you reach the end of your 20s and you go, oh shit, I'm about to hit my 30s. What the hell have I been doing? <laughs> and it can manifest in a lot of different ways. Typically, it's some 
life shift. Some people get married. Uh, in my case, I had a child literally like three days before my Saturn return actually was exact. Um, but this is not for everybody. It can be moving countries, quitting a job, getting a job. It can be uh, changing your field of study, going back to school, quitting school. It can look like a lot of things. But either way, it's a shift into what is the next 30 years of my life going to look like? And it's very much about growing up because Saturn is a hard ass. He's your boss. He says you got to show up and grow up, right? So Saturn with Pisces, if you have that, you're going to start feeling, you probably have already started honestly feeling these feelings as they're coming into your scope and uh, you're seeing, okay, like how do I need to shift focus or shift direction in order to fulfill that? And if you ignore it, then you will pay for it (laughs) because Saturn keeps receipts. Uh, So so you are aware. (laughs) And if you have Saturn in Aquarius, like I do, uh, you survived your Saturn return. Congratulations, you made it. It's it's hard, I know. <laughs> so having having really felt it, wow. And I thought I was going to get off easy because I didn't get Saturn retrograde over it. But oh boy, the universe had a few little lessons for me in there. So I hope you are all doing okay and are comfortable and moving forward with whatever has happened in the last three years. We all know it's been a shit show. So yeah, <laughs> bless you, all of you. So the ocean of Pisces is here to strip away any illusions that we've built around ourselves by confronting us with those those ideas, those illusions, and their fragility. So if you have this idea that, you know, you're going to go off and do some sort of dream career that has really no foundation or no direction or perhaps is just truly built on illusions, this is the point where you go, okay, how am I actually going to make this work? Because I'm, you know, 29 years old living in a basement and I, you know, I can't afford my rent, let alone to eat. It's, it's that kind of make it or break it time. If you're living <laughs> with illusions of perhaps relationships in your life that are getting in the way of your growth and development, this can be a time where those illusions are dissolved and that can be a painful process. I mean, Saturn return is not an easy thing. Uh, and it's not really just Saturn and Pisces people that are going to be feeling this because Pisces is, is stripping away these foundations that we've all created, right? As a collective, we're going to be forced to create stronger and deeper foundations, but these foundations are built upon faith. That's really what Pisces is about. It's it's finding faith. It's a sign ruled by Jupiter first and foremost. So that's belief systems again, right? So what is our core faith? What is our core belief system? What do we really believe in? It's about unity. So finding you know, the similarities between each other and coming together through compassion and understanding that I am with you and you are with me and we are all one. We're all, you know, whether a human race or whatever we are, just seeing the similarity in each other and being able to reach over and hold each other's hand through this like ocean storm that we're all in. (laughs) It's also about surrender. Pisces is a Neptune ruled sign and that's its modern ruler. And so the dissolving of constructs, like literally when you think about Neptune, think about things just dissolving in your hands. You can't hold on to water, right? And there's a surrender to that where we can't, we can't control what's going on. And all of this is going to open the door to true discovery. And actually, it will open the door to clarity. Because once everything's been stripped away and dissolved, what do we have left at the end of all of that, right? And that can be, I think, kind of a scary thing. But Pisces is the very end of the zodiac. If you think about the end of your life as 
you know, your possessions have gone away and, and perhaps like the people around you are no longer there. What do you have left at the end of your life? So Saturn is at the end of its zodiacal life and it's going through these questions right now. And we are all experiencing this on some level, wherever you have Pisces in your chart. Right now, it's also easy to just sort of say, okay, that's really hard. I'm going to let the dream take place of reality because Pisces does like to escape, right? It's definitely a time for you to trust your intuition around people of authority that are going to try to put like rose-colored glasses over you and say, you know, look at this, look at this dream you could be having. Look at this play, like come with me on this journey. And if that doesn't feel right to you, please respect that because there are going to be people that are going to try to swindle you out of these hard times. Uh. Because like the peach in the labyrinth that makes her dream yes, that she's exactly. in the ballroom, but really she's in the dump. Exactly. <laughs> That's a part. I love that reference. Thank you. <laughs> Perfection. Yes, exactly. So, you know, <laughs> watch your peaches <laughs> oh. <laughs> because, and who you're taking them from. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the temptation to isolate yourself, to separate, to escape and to even just completely lose yourself is going to be very strong, honestly. So give yourself space to do that in a safe and a healthy way, in a way that you feel comfortable with and have some clarity around before you start doing it. And remember that like when things feel like you are just getting tossed in the ocean, which I know we've had a lot of on and off of that in the last couple of years, you know, what are the healthy coping mechanisms you can use when things feel shaky? I know personally, I've gone through a lot of self-discovery around what coping mechanisms I tend to use versus the ones I should be using because I feel much better after using them. And if you have any wisdom around that, bring it and try to share that with others and just keep an eye out for people that may, you know, be kind of drowning in the ocean, right? But we got to make sure we're coming from behind, <laughs> right? You know, you don't want yourself to drown in the process and, and we've all got to keep each other floating. So Saturn and Pisces, uh, yeah. And it's going to be there, as I said, until May 24th of 2025. So with all these shifts going around and belief systems being called into question, value systems being reexamined, Saturn there is really saying to strip it all away and just get back to what matters. Again, simplify what truly in our soul, in our heart is calling to us. I have to say, Conowin, I also feel like this is where we have to head as a society anyway because of climate change. And just so many other things that are going on in the world that are pushing us towards small community, close-knit community, and working on a local level. It just, it just lines up. It lines up. Does Saturn retrograde at all in 2023? Yes, Saturn will retrograde. And shame on me, I didn't put... Oh, no, I did put that. <laughs> Go me. Okay, <laughs> so retrograde. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so retrograde will happen between June 17th and November 3rd. And it will not be retrograding back into Aquarius. So mm. kind of similar to Jupiter, where it was like going between two different signs. We're going to have it. Like once it gets to Pisces, it stays there. It doesn't retrograde back. So wow. once we're in it in, on March 7th, we're in it until like for the long run. But yeah, June 17th to November 3rd was that retrograde period. Thank you for asking that. I totally skipped that. <laughs> you set a precedent for a format in the first transit. So I'm like, I did. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're ready because the next one I think is about to blow your mind because oh, it blew oh, mine. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and Dada, you actually gave us the perfect, like, conduit into that. Oh, really? So, <laughs> yeah, with community. So let's talk about the third major transit 